Colossians 1.18 says, So spacious is he, so roomy, that everything of God finds its proper place in him without crowding. This podcast is going to help you live out your faith, walk in the Spirit, and rest in God's grace. Hey there, my name is Wendy Parker, and I want to welcome you to the Spacious Room Podcast. Hey there and welcome to this week's podcast episode and today I want to help you um, if you've been fishing all night and you feel like you haven't caught a thing and I don't mean fishing literally I mean the times when you just want to give up and you feel like you've been fishing all night and you haven't caught a thing well I'm going to help you with some insights today on how not to give up and what you can do to help you catch some fish metaphorically speaking so Beth Moore she once tweeted there's a time to give up and a time to keep trying sometimes the time to keep trying feels a whole lot like giving up but the only small difference she says is the still small voice of the Holy Spirit within you saying try again well we feel like sometimes we've fished all night and we want to give up right And maybe deciding to try again actually requires Jesus to step into your boat. So in Luke chapter 5, we read about Peter, who's fished all night, didn't catch a thing. So Jesus asked to borrow Peter's boat. And it's not to go fishing, it's actually to use it as a pulpit. So he can teach the crowd, because the crowd are all over the lake, and, and obviously they can't hear him. So he needs a platform, so all the crowd can hear him, because Clearly and obviously, they did not have a, a microphone system in back in the days of Jesus, and he needed to um, obviously um, expend his voice out into the crowd. So he asked Peter if he can hop in his boat. So Peter rose out to the middle of the lake so Jesus can preach. But You know, maybe while Peter was rowing Jesus out to the middle of the lake, he just thought, I'm going to give up fishing. Because, you know, he'd fished all night, didn't catch anything, might as well use the boat for Jesus' pulpit. Um, But he actually, (laughs) through his obedience of just using, allowing Jesus to step into his boat, he saw a miracle. And I'm just going to read from Luke chapter 5, verses 1 to 11, because we've, we've got to get this story into our hearts. So when we feel like giving up, we think of Peter. It says, on one occasion, Jesus was preaching to the crowds on the shore of Lake Galilee. There was a vast multitude of people. So you can imagine how many people there were pushing to get close to Jesus to hear the word of God. And he noticed two fishing boats on the water's edge with the fishermen nearby, rinsing their nets. So that means we're done for the day. We're finished. We're rinsing our nets. We're going to go home. We're tired. We're done. It says, Jesus climbed into the boat belonging to Simon Peter and asked him, let me use your boat. Push it off a short distance away from the shore so I can speak to the crowds. And Jesus sat down and taught the people from the boat. When he had finished... He said to Peter, 
Now row out to the deep water to cast your nets and you will have a great catch. Master, Peter replies, we've just come back from fishing all night and didn't catch a thing. But if you insist, we'll go out again and let down your nets. Let down our nets because of your word. And when they pulled up their nets, they were shocked to see a huge catch of fish, so much that their nets were ready to burst. They waved to their business partners in the other boat for help and they ended up completely filling both boats with fish until their boats sink. And when Simon Peter saw this astonishing miracle, he knelt at Jesus' feet and begged him, Go away from me, Master, for I am a sinful man. Simon Peter and the other fishermen, including his fishing partners, Jacob and John, the sons of Zebedee, were awestruck over the miracle of fish. And Jesus answered, Do not yield to your fear, Simon Peter. From now on, you will catch men for salvation. And after pulling their boats to the shore, they left everything behind and followed Jesus. Wow, what a story. But there is some observations that I'd like to point out in this story that can help us when we feel like we've fished all night, didn't catch a thing, we're rinsing our nets and we're left wondering if we've missed the boat to our calling. So the first observation is to let Jesus step into your boat. Let Jesus step into your boat. So Jesus climbs into Peter's boat and asks if he can use it his fishing boat as a pulpit to preach a message to the crowds. Now Peter is tired. He's fished all night. He's exhausted. He hasn't caught a thing. He can't pay his bills. He doesn't know what to do. And he's probably just wanting to go home, get some sleep. But then he possibly thought to himself when Jesus asked him to use his boat, you know, what have I got to lose? Let Jesus use my boat. You know, why not? Because, you know, I'm clearly not going to be able to fish. So I'll, I'll just let him have it. You know, this vessel, this this boat that's familiar to Peter is so ordinary, you know. In, and I mean, he sat in it all night to catch fish. Hasn't caught a thing. He's probably thinking at least it's going to be useful for something, even if it was only to use as a pulpit from now on. So Jesus could teach the crowds. Well, what ordinary, familiar thing has Jesus asked to use in your life, I wonder? Perhaps it's not a boat. Perhaps it's something else. Something he could step into that seems so normal to you, but it's used to share his message to others. Perhaps you've fished all night with your boat and caught nothing. But maybe it's time to allow Jesus to step into your boat and see what happens next. So the next observation is row out into the deep water. So when he'd finished, when Jesus had finished um, preaching the message, obviously Peter's sitting there quite patiently in the boat, listening to what Jesus said. I'm sure it was absolutely epic what Jesus was teaching. And then he turns and says to Peter, now row out to the deep water to cast your nets and you will have a great catch. On notice when Jesus had finished teaching the crowds, he asks Peter to row out to the deeper water. 
or sometimes to to get a miracle and to and um, for Jesus to use your boat. Sometimes we need to get away from the crowds and and row a bit deeper with Jesus into the into the middle of the lake rather than at the outskirts. And perhaps some of the other fishermen actually looked at Peter and wondered what he was doing. They're probably thinking, man, he's fished all night in that very same boat. He's caught nothing. And now he's rowing out to the middle of the lake. You know, they're probably thinking, why waste effort? Why do that? You know, why row out into the deep water? But deep water faith comes when we trust Jesus enough to keep rowing, regardless of how ridiculous it looks to others. So if you've fished all night and you've caught nothing, maybe it's time to allow Jesus to help you row out towards the deeper waters. And then cast in your nets. Peter says to uh, Jesus, he says, Master, we've, we've just come back from fishing all night and didn't catch a thing. But if you insist, see, there's the key. Peter's surrendering, going, okay, if you say so, Jesus, we're going to go out again. We're going to let down our nets because of your word. And does he give up or does he keep trying? You know, he's fished all night. You fished all night. Jesus asking to use your boat to cast your nets out again. Do we respond as Peter did or do we go, no, that's it, I'm done, Jesus, sorry, I'm packing up. I've rinsed my nets, I'm going home. Or do we be, are we like Peter and go, but if you insist, I'm going to go out again, Jesus. I'm going to let down my nets because of your word. And sometimes it sounds really crazy when Jesus asks us to do things. But you know what? No matter how crazy it sounds, sometimes we have to trust Jesus. Well, we have to trust him all the time to let down our nets. And regardless of what anyone says or whatever it looks like, if he's asking you to let down your nets, let down your nets. And we need to listen for his still small voice of the Holy Spirit whispering to our hearts, like Beth Moore said in that tweet, to try again, just to try again. Try it. He's saying, trust me, trust me, let down your net. I know you fished all night. I know it looks terrible. I know you've got nothing to show, but you're fishing all night. But trust me and let down your nets. And then the final observation is the promise of a good catch. Now, this in the story, this is where we can miss something that is so important. Because when they pulled up their nets, they were shocked to see a huge catch of fish. So much so that their nets were ready to burst. And they're waving to their business partners in the other boat for help. And after pulling their boats to the shore, they left everything. This is the key. So after pulling up their huge nets full of fish, just, you know, that can, you know, pay all their bills, they left everything and followed Jesus. And when I read that, I was like, oh, wait a minute. They were astonished because their nets were breaking. Their boats were sinking because they had a good catch. I mean, they've been fishing all night. That's their whole point of them going fishing all night. They wanted to catch the fish. And Jesus gave them all the fish. 
And now, now he said, follow me, and now they're going to leave everything behind to follow Jesus. You know, I think we've always read the story from the perspective that the great catch of fish was the miracle. And yes, by all accounts, it it totally looks that way, and it was. I mean, to go from fishing all night, catching nothing, to fishing in the heat of the day, um, that's not what fishermen did because there were shadows that cast on the water and the fish would know they were there more than at night. Um, I think it's called moon nets that fishermen use um, so it doesn't shimmer in the, in the night. So in the day, the nets shimmer so the fish are pretty savvy and they know that they you want to catch them. But in the night, when they use these special nets, the fish can't see them. But this was happening in the miracle. The miracle was happening because it was in the heat of the day and they caught all this fish. It was totally a God thing. And it was more fish than it ever, ever, ever dreamed of. But they left it all and followed Jesus. And don't forget, here's the, the key. Jesus was the one who provided all that fish too. However, I believe what's more amazing than all that is the fact that they left everything behind. Even though Jesus gave them a fish, helped them out. You know, I I think this was a test. This was a test to see if they were going to keep hold of the temporal or let it go for something eternal. You know, the good catch, leave it for the better catch. The catch of men for salvation. And I think the catch of fish was totally a test. A test that Jesus was, was because he hadn't asked them to be their disciples yet. He, he was seeing, he was testing their hearts. And then when, they, when he said, follow me, and they left it all behind, he knew these were the ones. And... You know, uh, the key words in all that story is what Jesus says to Simon Peter, do not yield to fear. Now, if Peter had refused Jesus' offer to follow him out of fear because he believed he, he wouldn't have enough if he left the fish behind and followed Jesus, do you think we will be reading about all the other amazing stories involving Peter in the New Testament? I don't think so. Peter heard the call for his destiny loud and clear and he couldn't escape the responsibility of hearing Jesus' words. From now on, you will catch men for salvation. You know, in Charles M. Sheldon's book, In His Steps, it says the call has come to me so plainly that I cannot escape. I have been unable to shake off my responsibility. And that is so true. When you get called by Jesus, you can't escape it. And you can't shake off that responsibility. You have to leave stuff behind to go and follow him. You have to leave the good catch for the better catch. And like Peter, when we hear so plainly Jesus calling us to follow him, no matter where it leads us, regardless how many fish we've hauled up onto our little boats, we can't escape it. We can't pretend he didn't say our name, he didn't call us. We have to respond. And when 
we're asked by Jesus to follow him. That can mean leaving behind the fear, and it does mean leaving behind the fear, of wondering if God will provide for all our needs. Is he going to bring another haul of fishing for us in a totally different way? If we leave familiar, if we leave our ordinary, if we've fished all night, are we going to give up all those moments to follow Jesus? Well, know this, Jesus is your Jehovah Jireh, your provider, and you don't need to fear. And perhaps listening to this, something has struck a chord. You are saying to me, Wendy, I fished all night. I didn't catch a thing. Well, maybe it's the fear of leaving the fish behind, of not having enough, of saying, God, are you going to provide for me if I leave all this fish behind? Is that stopping your faith? going out into the deep waters and then following Jesus' call. So I hope this is really helpful today. I hope these insights into this very familiar story in the Bible is really helpful. So why not this week? Test the waters first and by, you know, just giving Jesus your, your boat or whatever it is that he's asking to use and, um, and just follow some of these steps um, by allowing him to uh, so you leave the good catch for the better catch and and just trust God just trust God with where he's taking you so if you felt like giving up this week on something that you've fished all night with and didn't catch a thing I pray today that you have the courage and the boldness to follow Jesus wherever he's leading you so you can experience the adventure of a lifetime and I pray that the fear to have, not like you feel like you've not got enough or you're not going to have enough, I pray that that fear will be left behind today so you can fully embrace the calling that Jesus has for your life. And I pray that in the name of Jesus. And I will chat with you next week. Thanks for listening to this podcast. If you would like more teaching and messages on the Christian life, then check out my website, thebigvoiceonline.com. I look forward to sharing the spacious room with you next time.